The reality is that politics directly impact policy, and policy directly impacts people. So if you're staying out of engagement, you're really um, you're really missing an opportunity to impact the lives of people that you care about very much. Representative John Lewis said that voting is precious, almost sacred, but only 40% of those eligible to vote go to the polls in the midterms. And I want to just quickly share what's at stake for midterm elections. Federal offices that are up for election during the midterms include all 435 seats in the United States House of Representatives and 33 or 34 of the 100 seats are up for grabs in the United States Senate. In addition, 34 of the 50 U.S. states elect their governors for a four-year term during the midterm elections. Vermont and New Hampshire elect governors to two-year terms during the midterm. So that means 36 governors that are managing their states and your tax dollars are elected during the midterm elections. And as I mentioned, midterm elections historically generate lower voter turnout than presidential elections. 40%, less than half of eligible voters. And so Pastor Wendell Benson, who's also the co-founder of CityServe, has joined me, and we want to encourage you to pray. Pray for our nation, pray for candidates, vote, but also influence our government. Too many people are not even in the stadium. They're out in the parking lot calling balls and strikes. we got to get involved. We can't just curse the darkness if we want to see transformation in our nation and in our cities. Wendell? It's just an amazing moment, Dave. There's so much at stake. I, I know people, um, you know, are kind of weary of politics. I get it. Um, I know they get weary because they they see it on the news every night and it seems like um, things are pretty toxic in that sphere. But it's really a matter of stewardship, stewarding the opportunity that God has given us. We need to pray. We need to vote. We need to influence. And uh, so much is at stake right now in our country. And the uh, role of our country in the world is uh, too important for people to sit it out. I think you laid it out well. People get so weary, overwhelmed that they check out. And they're watching the news and all it does is raise their blood pressure. And we need to put our trust in the one nobody voted in and nobody's going to vote out. In the Bible, we are urged to pray for those that have authority over us. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, it says, I urge you then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority. All those in authority. Republican, Democrat, Independent, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. And Wendell, Second Chronicles 7.14, you want to quote that? Yeah, well, the Lord's promised us. He said, if, 
if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wickedness, call upon me. I'll hear their prayers, their cries. I'll bring healing to their land. And it's really a matter of trusting the Lord, that if we will pray and uh, engage, that God will use us to really influence our nation, our local communities in the direction that is God-honoring. It's not a time to sit on the fence. It's not a time to uh, pull back. It really is a time for God's people to arise and really engage. And if we don't show up and vote, somebody else is voting for us. That's that's right. Because we literally are casting no vote and somebody else is. And last time I checked, one minus zero is still one. And I've been to countries, so have you, like China, where you can't vote for national candidates. You can only vote for local officials. There are places in Africa that require an ID, but yet there are few women that even have IDs and they can't vote. And so we have this unique privilege. It is. And so I just would hope and pray, if we truly care about this country, that we get out and vote, whether it be through mail or in person, and to make sure that our moral biblical values are being heard in the voting booth. I hear people sometimes, Dave, say, I just have a disdain for politics. I just don't want anything to do with politics. The reality is that politics directly impact policy, and policy directly impacts people. So if you're staying out of engagement, you're really, um, you're really missing an opportunity to impact the lives of people that you care about very much. Politics impact policy. Policy impacts people. And we need to influence our government by being salt and light at the federal, state, and local levels, whether it be school boards, it could be commissions. There are so many places where we need to occupy. And it's like, you know, the like the game musical chairs. You know, if if we're not finding a seat, if we're not taking our rightful and responsible place, then others will. That's right. Others will fill that seat. And we have no reason, if we're not willing to get engaged, to curse the darkness. And so we would encourage every one of you to look for ways uh, to not only vote, uh, but to get engaged with your community, your state, and your nation. Think about the decision that school board members are making right now for, for children, millions of children across the country, and how important it is to have the right kind of board member sitting on those boards in our local schools. It's huge. It's ground zero in many respects for, you know, for our country. And so uh, it's important. This is an important time. It's no time for us to sit on the sidelines. And I would also ask that I think we need to show appreciation to people that you know, have run for office or are running for office that are sitting in these posts. You know, I, I think of Jesus. He heals 10 lepers and only one returns to say thanks. 
And he says, where are the nine? Where are the other nine? And I think this is an opportunity for us to affirm people uh, that have really put themselves out there and making a difference. They really have. And sometimes, you know, it feels like a thankless job because all you hear from are the only ones you hear from are the critics. And um, I think we have to do our part to encourage good people to both run and then to support them as they take um, godly and God-honoring positions. And we would encourage you to uh, partner with CityServe. We're wanting every church to become a dream center where you are developing model programs, models of hope uh, to bring solutions to the brokenness in your community. And we are unashamedly going after public funds uh, that we can wed with private funds. And we're believing that the church will take the lead when it comes to housing, to substance abuse, stopping human trafficking, foster care and adoption. And if you go to our website, you'll see 10 initiatives. Uh, but we also have the National Grant Center. And we're going after the funds because, folks, I worked in D.C. for 10 years. And I can tell you, he who has the goal makes the rules. When we win these grants, we become the recommended social service provider for these families. For millions of Americans, they see government and they see agencies like Health and Human Services, which has a budget, budget equivalent to the fourth largest country in the world. To them, that's their hope center. And the only way... The only way that we're going to really serve these people that are looking to government is to compete, is to compete with model programs like we're doing there in Bakersfield with the grant we just won. Uh, share with us about that, Wendell. Well, we just won a, a $30 million grant for transitional housing where we'll provide for people that are in that moment of, you know, of transitioning from maybe being in a place of real brokenness to trying to get their uh, job training, trying to maybe get you know their life back on the right track so that we can put the wraparound services around them, the right people around them to help them to move forward in life, to get them job ready, to help them reconcile with their family, to get them on a path of wholeness and help. Uh, why wouldn't the church want to engage in that space? So in summation, we urge you to pray. Pray for these candidates that share your moral biblical values. Uh, two, that we show up and vote. And three, let's influence government. Let's influence government by serving in various posts, but also competing uh, for funds and with programs that are solutions uh, to what our nation desperately needs. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.